Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into Herf's Huddle, Chicago Bears podcast presented by Joseph Herf. Those of you who don't know me or my work, you can follow me on Twitter at Joseph Herf NFL for all tweets, articles, and reactions surrounding the Bears. So today, this is a uh, you know emergency last minute podcast episode um, to go over the recent Chicago Bears trade, where the Bears traded back with the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to go into full details of the trade trade value according to uh, uh, sources, and then I'm obviously going to do a live mock draft. With uh, with the Bears' new picks they have acquired, so the uh, the big news that happened essentially today um, while I was at work, so it was great that it was near the end of the workday. Didn't really have much left to do, so kind of you know scroll through Twitter the last half an hour of the day going crazy about this. But um, the Bears traded back with the Carolina Panthers in the 2023 NFL Draft. They went back from first overall and they gave away just that pick to the Panthers, and in return they got the ninth overall pick, 61st a 2024 first and a 2025 second. Along with that, they got wide receiver DJ Moore. So to kind of recap that, um, the Bears essentially gained that 2024 first is going to be almost guaranteed a top five pick. The Panthers gave away their only proven wide receiver on the roster, and they are going to be drafting a rookie quarterback. So they're going to roll into 2023 season with a rookie quarterback no wide receivers, no Christian McCaffrey, obviously. So their offense is going to be bleak. The defense still is, isn't horrible and has some nice pieces there. And so is the offense. The offense still has a decent line, but they did just cut Shaq Thompson today as their starting inside linebacker. Um, they have players coming back from injury. That team is pretty depleted. That pick could easily be a top five pick and possibly the first overall pick. So the Bears have a great opportunity, even if that, especially if that pick is first overall. If that pick is first overall next year, that the Bears just received, they essentially control. They basically have it all in the back. They they would basically how I see it is if if the Panthers make that pick first overall for the Bears, um, you're kind of in control of what you do at quarterback. If Justin Fields has a great year, he looks like he takes that next step and he's take become a top ten quarterback. You stick with him. If he hasn't and he really still isn't that guy, you get Caleb Williams first overall. But if Fields is that guy, you get to trade back and get even more picks, which is just insane to think about. Um, and this is just picks related. On top of that, you also got DJ Moore, who is a proven wide receiver one. He They got him, first of all, for contract already locked up, already signed. Three years, $51 million is the remainder of the contract, which is essentially $17.5 million um, per year, which in the current wide receiver market is crazy good deal. Um you're getting DJ Moore at a discount and control to the age of 28. So he'll be entering free agency at the age of 29. You could even extend him and get him cheap because, again, he'll be getting older. But, you know, I think everybody knows that the Bears won this trade by a long shot. Um, the Bears apparently went into this negotiation with the Panthers saying, we need DJ Moore in this trade return, which is awesome. Um, they obviously knew what they were doing, and Poles got his way. So, the Bears essentially, according to over the cap, gained the value of the eighth overall pick, essentially. So each pick slash player has a, you know, points associated to them. Um, you know, as an example, technically the Bears got 1,900 points, which equates to the, to the eighth overall pick. And how they determine that is they assign a point value to, uh, to each player, to each pick. Um, and how that obviously came about with the Bears fleecing. Like the first overall pick is worth essentially three out three thousand points. The rest of those picks in DJ Moore come out to four thousand nine hundred and forty points, whatever it is. 
So that difference between that is what the Bears gained. The Bears basically fleeced them. They they got a ton. And like I said, they screwed over the Panthers. Now a quarterback like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud is coming in as a rookie, and he's going to be throwing a Terrace Marshall. Oh, I love. Great player, but he hasn't done anything yet. Terrace Marshall, She Smith, and LaVisca Chenault. Again, they're still free agency, but they don't have another first-round pick. So if they were smart, which you know they could be, they could trade back with, uh, with say, the Texans if they were smart, get their first-round pick and maybe another pick so they can get a wide receiver because they need one badly, um, and they're not going to have a good one at their, at their second-round pick. But more about DJ Moore, who the Bears just got. So the Bears already had Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool in place as their you know, two wide receivers. They still were looking for a third. Um, they decided to upgrade and get DJ Moore to be their wide receiver one. So, um, a little about DJ Moore. You know, he's been in the league now five years. Three of those years, um, he's been over a thousand yards. And in those past five years, he's his QBs have been the likes of Kyle Allen, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker, the ghost of Cam Newton. Like, and he still put up three years of a thousand yards. Um, last year he did not reach a thousand yards despite playing all seventeen games again. They had games where PJ Walker would throw for 40 yards and Sam Darnold would throw for 50. Like it was last year was horrible, but he did just dominate his team in stats last year, even alone. Um, he was 12th in the NFL in air yards on a team that doesn't throw the ball. He was first in air yards share, which is, you know, amongst your own team who had the most, like with the air yards, like of the highest share compared to everybody else in the NFL. And he had the highest percentage of air yards in the NFL compared to the rest of his team. He was, he had the fourth most deep targets in the NFL. With those crazy stats, you know, he sounds like a great deep threat. And he was 90th in catchable targets rate. That means literally never had accurate balls thrown to him. He has great hands. He's a target hog. And he operates the best in that 10 to 19-yard range. And that's where Fields honestly operates his best. So this is overall just outside of it being a perfect hit, a perfect, perfect fit for the Bears, it's a perfect fit for fields and the scheme. It's just, it's overall, it was a great trade. I thought DJ Moore was untouchable. And I tweeted back in October when they had fired uh, Matt rule, when I thought they were going to do a fire sale, they ended up not doing it. I wanted DJ Moore badly. And this offseason, once I knew they wanted to trade up for quarterback, I said, there's no way that a team that trades up for a quarterback trades away their wide receiver one. And I was wrong. They did. So, just crazy. Bears got insanely lucky. This wide receiver core now is DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Chase Claypool, which is easily has a chance to fight for one of the best young up-and-coming wide receiver cores in football outside of like the Cincinnati Bengals. There's no other team that has three wide receivers under the age of 25 slash 26 that can all have the potential of being a wide receiver one. And if Claypool develops like he should, that this team is just going to go through the roof. So overall, again, not a lot that th- this will honestly now determine free agency. A lot's going to, this changes a lot. And that's why the second part of this episode is going to be a mock draft because free agency is going to play into this a lot. And I think part of that, obviously I'm going to address in the mock draft, but this helps the Bears a lot going into free agency when it was a weak wide receiver market. And you just basically got a guy who wasn't on the market for a absolute value. Now, finally, we are ending this uh, this episode with a mock draft, given the recent Bears news. Um, I may do trades. I probably won't. Depends who's available and such. But um, again, Bears now are ninth overall. Panthers are on the clock first. And this is through PFF. Uh, they already have the, the uh, picks updated. So we're going to do it through there. So starting this off now. Looks like the four quarterbacks are already gone. Um, 
On top of that, Will, Will Jalen Carter went third, which I don't think happens regardless. Will Anderson went fifth. Christian Gonzalez, the Lions. Anthony Richardson was the fourth quarterback taken. Will Levis was the third. And Peter Skoransky went the pick before. So now I'm on the clock at nine. Um, all the top players available, we have Devin Witherspoon, who I don't think is a need right now. Tyree Wilson, Edge. Quinton Johnson and Jack Smith and Jigba, wide receiver, defense line, Clash Kansi. Um, in my opinion, the two options here are honestly just either Tyree Wilson or Clash Kansi. Honestly, who you prefer, that's it, plain and simple. And it's close for me. Um, I think Tyree Wilson is a great scheme fit. I think he's a great player. It's hard to pass up on that. I think you can address defense tackle pretty easily in free agency, making it a lot easier for this scenario that I will be taking Tyree Wilson at number nine. So now we don't pick again until pick 54. Um, got a long ways to go. Um, hopefully a player that I could like falls to me. I'll, John Michael Schmitz went the pick right before. Um, this does put me in a good spot, though. I'm at pick 54, and one of my favorite second-round edge rushers is here, and that's Felix. I'm going to butcher the name. Felix Anudike Uzoma. He is, uh, he's a great edge rusher from Kansas State. Great attributes. He fits the scheme perfectly. I want him badly. Obviously, I just took him. So I'm probably not, unfortunately, taking him here. Um, of the other players available, um, quarterback not taking that. Linebacker, uh, Diane Henley, not really going to take him probably here. Not, I don't think a linebacker in the second is really worth it. Um, of other options that I'm actually looking at here, center Luke Weipler out of Ohio State. Cornerback Garrett Williams out of Syracuse. There's really not a lot of great picks here that I like a lot and nobody that I would reach for. So I'm honestly probably going to take center Luke Weipler here. I think he's a veteran um, who has some experience already. Um, you're getting a guaranteed starting center right away. Honestly, you don't need to address in free agency. You can get you know some veterans around the center and let the center be a young guy. Um, now at pick 61, this might be a spot that I would take Diane Henley here since he is still here um, of some other guys available that I am looking at. Um, honestly, really nobody. Center Joe Tipman would have been nice here too, but obviously we already got our center. Tackle Matthew Bergeron is also available. Not a huge fan of him here. Let's take a look at other position groups. We really don't need a tackle right now, so I'm not too concerned about that. Don't really need a guard right now, so not concerned about that either. Honestly, probably the biggest needs after this are probably defensive line depth, which Keanu Benton is staring at me, but I want to take him at 64 when we're up right away again. So I hear this corner is really inclined to me, Garrett Williams. Probably, honestly, I have to take Diane Henley here just to get the, you know, you really don't need offense anymore. I already got my center, get right tackle and free agency. So I honestly am looking at Diane Henley here. Zach Charbonnet's there too. Honestly, you know what? I'm going to take Zach Charbonnet here. Um, that gets our running back taken right away. He is an elite athlete. He is a true running back one. I think he'd be a great addition. Him, along with you know a, a free agency pickup like a James Robinson, who just got declined for his uh, to get added back to the Jets, I think he's a great pick here. Now I'm up again. Um, basically tackles on back-to-back with Bergeron and Mock. And now here I will take Keanu Benton. I think he is your one technique starter right off the bat. I think he's going to be a great defensive tackle for years. Um, sign an elite three technique and, uh, or get, uh, or get Draymond Jones be your three technique and let Keanu Benton be your one. So now I'm up again, right, right at the round, right at the beginning of round four. Um, a few picks here that I like here, uh, Travis Hodges Tomlinson is, uh, one of my favorite 
nickel corners coming out. I really like him a lot here. Linebacker Dorian Williams out of Tulane. I'm okay on him. Um, not my favorite player from Tulane, obviously. Um, don't need wide receiver Jaden Reed would be a great pick here, but we really don't need that. Honestly, Travius Hodges Tomlinson is a great pick here. You get your starting nickel corner that secures your secondary immediately. You now have a you officially have Jalen Johnson and um, Calgary on the outside with him in the slot. That's a that's a great young core. I am now up again. Um, so to kind of recap what we have so far, we have a, we've taken a corner, defensive line, edge, running back, and center. So honestly, there isn't a ton more of immediate needs outside of linebacker right now. And linebacker, I wouldn't even say is immediate need because I think you can pick that up pretty well in free agency with one big signing. Um, but if I wanted to get an athlete at running back, probably not going to do that. Linebacker Dorian Williams is staring at me right here and saying, pick me, please. Of other guys I do like here, there's really not a lot I do like here, honestly. Scrolling through, there really isn't. I think I'm going to have to take him. I think he's probably the best option here, Dorian Williams. So draft him be your Sam. But I'm going to pick 137 up right away again. That D-line needs depth help. I like Moro Ojomo a lot. Man, this is getting tough now, now that we actually filled a major spot of ours. Really wouldn't be upset if I took a wide receiver here either, but there really isn't a lot of guys here I do like, and there's not a lot of guards here I like. Um, that can't be right. It says we don't pick again until... Trying to see now. I think I messed up the mock, which means I need to restart this episode. It should have a seventh-round pick from someone. Maybe not. I could have sworn the Bears had a seventh. Did they not? Oh, guess not. Well, you know, then I'm going to trade back. I'm going to get some more picks. Um, let's trade back with the commanders. Let's get 51 and 92 for 137. Nope. Let's get 214 in there. Yeah. And maybe, nope. Yeah. So we're going to get picks 151, 214, and around seven for pick 137. Trading back a few spots here. Accepted. All right. So now we're up again at 149. Moro Jomo still there. Perfect. Let's take him. Add more depth to the D-line. Up again right at 151. Um, let's get another edge rusher here. I do like Colby Wooden a lot. I think he's a good athlete. I think he'd be a good edge rusher. So let's take him. That's at 151. So now I'll be up at 214, which is a compensatory pick at the end of or at the end of round six, I believe, if I'm correct. Yep. So we're about to come up here shortly. All right, so now um, at this point, I'm honestly just drafting people I think it impact the team immediately um, on special teams, on whatever, um, or have a high chance of being, you know, a great athlete given uh, their attributes, their, you know, their drive, whatever. Um, I did take a linebacker, but I do like Aubrey Miller a lot from Jackson State. That's a great guy here. Ronnie Bell out of Michigan isn't a bad option either. Um... I could also take Caleb Chandler out of Louisville, a guard that, I, you know, I'm going to take him. I like him a lot. He's a guard out of Louisville with a lot of experience. Let's take him now. So this draft is finishing up now. Let's see how this looks. All right. So it officially finished up to recap. So you essentially have taken the fact that we also have DJ Moore. Got DJ Moore basically with, you know, 
that extra pick. Um, got Tyree Wilson at ninth overall to be your starting edge rusher. Luke Weipler out of Ohio State to be your starting center. Zach Charbonnet to be your starting running back. Keanu Benton to be your starting one technique. Um, three down, essentially defensive lineman to start alongside. Hopefully Draymond Jones as your three tech. Um, cornerback Trevius, Trevius Hodges Tomlinson, nephew of LaDainian Tomlinson to be your starting nickel corner. Linebacker Doreen Williams to compete to be the Sam linebacker. Moro Ojomo to be a rotational defensive lineman and probably honestly the rotational guy for Keanu Benton. Um, edge rusher Colby Wooden to be a developmental guy to develop alongside Dominique Robinson as your two backups. Um, after you also sign somebody to be your other starter, hopefully Yannick Ngagwe. Um, then I traded back with the commanders to get uh, a uh, traded back. I think it was 14 spots. Yeah, 14 spots. Got a sixth in return and a round uh, seven in 2024. Um, and with uh, I was pick 151 was Colby Wooden. And then at pick 214 with that compensatory pick, I took Caleb Chandler, who is a guard out of Louisville. I do believe, honestly, the Bears have another seventh, unless I'm wrong and they traded away. But Overall, it's a great draft. I think Caleb Chandler is a guy who can develop behind Cody White here, um, going in reverse here. Colby Wooden is a guy that can develop pretty well behind um, if you have a good edge rushing room with uh, with Tyree Wilson and Yannick Ngagwe. Moro Ojomo and Keanu Benton to be your defensive lineman, depth slash starters, a new center. Um, and then obviously when you have that offensive line, you're looking at an offensive line of left tackle, Braxton Jones, left guard Cody White here with Chandler to back him up, center Luke Weipler. Right card, Tevin Jenkins, and right tackle. Hopefully someone you signed like um, uh, Mike McGlinchey, Orlando Brown Jr., or uh, Kayla McGarry. Nice deep right tackle room in free agency. And then you have uh, Trevius Hodges Tomlinson to be your starting nickel. That makes this uh, the secondary not only deep, but also young outside of Eddie Jackson, who is still actually relatively young. You have a a second-year player at safety in Jaquan Brisker, a fourth-year player in Jalen Johnson at your one-corner spot, and a second-year player in Kyler Gordon in uh, your other corner spot. So get these guys all long-term. This is a team that, uh, that you know, um, Ryan Poles has said multiple times, we got to build this team through free ag- or through the draft. Free agency used to supplement to kind of help to fill, you know, short-term holes, short-term options. And you need to build that, you know, that foundation with your own guys. And that's why he traded back last year and got all those picks. Um, he wanted to find those foundational pieces, likes Braxton Jones, likes Dominique Robinson. Um, hopefully Vilas Jones, he obviously probably won't be, but also like Kyler Gordon, Andrew Quan Brisker. So getting these guys that you can build around long-term is huge. But again, today was crazy. Um, it was a, honestly one of the craziest days in Chicago Bears history as of recently. Again, this is this to me moves the Bears similar to the Kilomac trade back in uh uh, 2018, obviously a little different scenarios as you know, the bears gave up a lot of picks. The bears instead gained a lot of picks and gained a, uh, elite player at a, uh, a high level position. So again, overall guys, thank you all for tuning in. Um, this episode will publish immediately. So I'm going to put this out right away, but, uh, uh, let me know your thoughts. Um, would love to hear what you think about the trade and what you think the bears should do in the draft and free agency. So thank you all for tuning in. And now this time I will actually see you on, uh, on Wednesday, the day free agency officially starts.